This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows, subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and multiple other platforms. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, ideas for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. When we're envisioning our retirement, it's easy to focus almost entirely on the big things like your budget, your cash flow, where you're going to live, your healthcare strategy, and what you intend to leave behind for your loved ones. And those things are certainly important, but you should also weigh some of the lesser discussed elements that could make your retirement a happier one. And I like to remind people, my clients, new people we're meeting, retirement is your reward for decades of hard work, careful strategizing, financial discipline. While you still have bills and responsibilities in retirement, it's also a time of life when you get to do the things that make you happiest. Now, before we begin solving the mystery of a happy retirement, like we're on a bus with a dog and a football player and a couple of other friends, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who has enough insights and know-how to be the leader of anybody even in the mystery mobile. Tony, how you doing? No, I'm doing great, but I, I'm happy to be uh, shaggy to your Velma. <laughs> She's the one that really solves the mysteries. And I think yes. uh, Fred and Velma do all the heavy lifting. So you're either Fred or Velma, and I'm more like shaggy. And probably in this case, and a lot of our listeners might accuse me of actually being Scooby-Doo in this analogy. So <laughs> I didn't want to tread on any toes and break any trademarks or, you know, copyright. So I was just trying to allude to a generic version. Well, I think you can compare yourself to uh, Scooby-Doo characters without a- any worry. Um, okay. It's public domain now. Oh no, it's not public domain, but we're not, <laughs> we're not like stealing any copyright here that's we're just, true you can we can just we're just making an, an, an analogy and thank you hannah barbera um our thanks to hannah barbera and, and casey Kasem. <laughs> well he has nothing oh yeah no he did shaggy didn't he yeah yeah that's right he did do the voice of shaggy that's true that is true something to do with it. <laughs> yeah that's true uh, it's always hard to believe that he did that. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear him and see him interviewed later in life, it's like, really? That was you? Wow. <laughs> wow. You need to you need to lighten up maybe a little bit. Take a <laughs> cue from your character Shaggy there. Uh, no, he was great. And uh, I, I think uh, obviously your goal on the show, Matt, is to provide our listeners with uh, education from your professional expertise to answer some of these questions and address concerns, but there's nothing wrong with getting a little, philo- you know, philosophical, uh, philosophical, 
Let's uh, think about that. Explore it a little bit. Yeah. Philosophical from time to time, right? Uh, we need to focus on things like contentment in retirement. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Uh, but before we get into that, speaking of contentment, how have you been, Matt? What have you been up to? Oh, I've been great. I just uh, got to visit with, you know, my mother, sister, my aunt and uncle two nights ago. It was a very nice visit. Um, you know, keeping up with the kids. Baseball season starting. My son's back at baseball practice. So that's one of my happiest times of year is watching baseball. So that's coming up. I couldn't be better right now, Tony. Thanks for asking, bud. Yeah, no problem. I just wanted to see what's up. And I know you've been keeping busy. I've been good. Now, our topic today, how to be content in retirement. And I, mm -hmm. I just assume uh, the answer is pizza and record albums. That's how I'm happy uh, in my working years, I assume that's how I'm going to be happy in retirement. <laughs> well, you know, isn't it that simple or am it, I missing something well, here? You know, that's going to be part of it. It's definitely going to be part <laughs> of it. But, it is for me. Yeah. You know, let's not forget that the, you know, your retirement could last 20, 30 years, you know, so True. maybe just pizza and albums isn't going to be enough. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, the, those two to three decades or more happiness is going to matter. And, there's a great AARP article, 10 Secrets of a Happy Retirement. Thanks for sending that to me. I don't get that magazine yet, but I appreciate you forwarding this one. Um, would you like that? Nothing? I, Nothing? No. Not even crickets? <laughs> wow. Uh, it just, was that supposed to be a joke? I missed that. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. I guess crickets. crickets. I don't crickets. know. It yeah. didn't land. Fair enough. Anyway. <laughs> The article is 10 Secrets of a Happy Retirement. It's got some pretty interesting, hopefully useful information. Um, if you want to see it yourself, you can go to aarp.org. Now, the first thing you may want to focus on, the secret of happy retirement, is being a bigger saver than you are a spender. So many financial pros recommend having at least a half million dollars in the bank when you cross the retirement finish line. And depending on what your other sources of income is, that's probably just a good place to start. Um, but one way to potentially reach that savings goal is pay off your mortgage as soon as possible. And I'm sure it's no surprise for a lot of people, a mortgage is the single biggest monthly expense. That means eliminating your mortgage payment will allow you to focus on saving money as well as your broader retirement strategy. Well, there you go. And that's what we're all looking for. I mean, you know, we think about weekend getaways, extra rounds of golf during retirement. And those things will be a lot easier if you have enough cash socked away, if you have enough saved, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, even saying that, having numerous hobbies and pursuits, that's another important piece of this retirement puzzle. When I think of some of my most content retired clients, they share similarities like, you know, desire to explore new parts of the country and the world. And um, also, though, they have a sincere desire to keep learning things. And yeah, it's true that after you've left work for the last time, you shouldn't feel compelled to build your days around alarm clocks and long commutes. But you shouldn't spend your days either in front of the television, you know, watching 90s sitcoms you didn't even like when they were on the first time. Right. That's true. And I think a lot of people think, hey, I'm going to play golf every day in retirement. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to read every book I've always wanted to read. And and I've said this on the show before, and you've mentioned this. Uh, that's great. But after six months or so, you're going to hit a wall, right? Yeah. And, you, and you're going to need a purpose. Those things are great, but those are hobbies, not necessarily a purpose. And the way you're going to live a long, happy retirement is a purpose is what I think you're trying to get at here with the show, isn't it? 
Well, if you're going to be philosophical about it. <laughs> well, yeah, and at least you can pronounce philosophical, unlike, I, <laughs> unlike myself I, earlier. You know what? As soon as I said it, I'm like, it didn't sound right because of the way you had said it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> philosophical. Uh, uh, but I, honestly, again, yeah. this just illustrates you got to work closely with a financial services professional. I mean, even if you hit your savings goal and you feel good about you know, where you're at, You've got to monitor your strategy, have a plan in place. And that doesn't go away just because you're retired either. Once you retire, oh. you've still got to maintain finances and that plan. Yeah. Things will need to be adjusted along the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A plan is is a working document. It's a living document. Right. And you know, and you're right. There's no reason to try and figure out all the financial components of your retirement by my, by yourself, <laughs> by myself, by yourself. You put an expert on your team. It, it, I, I've always said it. Even the greatest players have coaches, right? So unless you're the greatest retirement person, and if you were, that was probably your, your profession, um, you probably should have some sort of coach on your team, your financial pro. Now, I want to get onto this too, like, what you were just saying about these things you might do and yeah, playing pickleball or scuba diving during retirement or golf, you know, it's an important part of your health and well-being. You shouldn't though dismiss the importance and power of having some sort of routine, right? Like you said, there's hobbies, but purpose. And if you put even just a routine, it, it, you can schedule some of your purpose into that. You might want to consider, you know, working as a reading volunteer at a grandkids elementary school, delivering food for Meals on Wheels, uh, organizing a monthly potluck for your friends. Routines are important because there's something you can build your calendar around. And time sure has a funny way of flying once you're in retirement. Yeah, yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. It has a way of flying when we do these shows, too. It just uh, goes true. by. In a blink of an eye and, you know, several decades of eight or nine hours a day working five days a week. I think that gives you a lot of structure to build a routine around. Mm -hmm. But then when you retire, I imagine that structure is suddenly gone. And that could be a bit of a shock to the system, I would think, if you don't have a plan or a purpose in place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And listen, you don't want to fill your days you know, obsessively checking your portfolio or doom scrolling news sites on the internet. Doom scrolling. You know, I love yeah, it. Yeah. You need to get out there, experience your community in new ways. Visit a new restaurant that's just opened or visit one you haven't been to uh, or be in, go to one in a neighborhood you don't go to often. See a community or a high school theater production. Uh, a lot of communities offer far more than what appears at first glance. Now, of course, for a lot of people I work with, time with their grandkids is a huge part of the retirement plan. And that is healthy, but you should also be mindful of not allowing your family to become too reliant on you because you do need that. That can be a part of your purpose, but you still need a break from things at time to time, right? Most, no matter how much you love being with your grandkids, chances are good you're also going to want some time for yourself. Maybe it's for a cruise or have lunch with your fr old friends or coworkers or even new friends. You know, if you can, you still want to be making new friends in retirement. There's nothing wrong with being a consistent caregiver for your grandkids. Just remember, it's also okay to say no sometimes. Right. It's okay to say no. And let's keep going. I mean, you've been talking about some things that people can do to build a happier retirement and ways to build contentment and enjoyment. Uh, we normally focus on the financial, but uh, today we're looking at that. Um, 
I think these are as important as building a thorough financial strategy and can be a part of that. They play hand in hand. Like if part of your goal is to travel, uh, you're going to need to look at the financial side. And you said retirement can be an adventure with a lot of chapters, which means knowing how to spend all that time is important. So what do you have for us next? Well, something I want to think about, you know, after your retirement party ends and you walk across that parking lot to your car for the last time, your personal identity, that may start to change. Maybe immediately, maybe it's going to take a little bit. You know, if you spent 45 years as an accountant, what are you now? You retired. You know, that that's a psychological hurdle that many retirees need to navigate. And um, we were talking about purpose before, and I think this is another great reason why you want to figure on that. You know, if you've always admired that house in the neighborhood with a huge garden, why not ring their doorbell, get a little advice, grow a garden of your own. Now, maybe you don't want to lose your entire identity as an accountant. You know what you can do if you did that? You can volunteer at the community center to help you know, less advantaged do their taxes or maybe volunteer for a community nonprofit and be their treasurer. Um, you know, it can, you can have a purpose and keep some of that identity. I have volunteers who, you know, volunteer, uh, I have volunteers who volunteer. I have clients who volunteer at the information desk at the airport. Uh, you know, sometimes it's challenging work. They, they meet people from around the world though, and they take a lot of satisfaction in helping people during some stressful moments. A lot, as you know, it can be very <laughs> stressful at the airport. Yes. Uh, ultimately, got to remember retirement's a blank piece of paper waiting for a story. It doesn't write itself. You have to write it, but it is more like a choose your own adventure book, right? We, we, we're going to come up with a plan to get you to retirement. You should have one of those in place, but then, you know, you get to this section and you choose, do I want to take this path, this path or this path? Talk to your financial pro. Can you do them both and still have a successful retirement? Great. Now you get to, maybe you take them both. You do one now, you do one later, but write that story the way you want it written and then have a plan to make sure you can do it. I love it. And I love some of the analogies you use there. A lot of people crave adventure to varying degrees, obviously, but you don't have to wait around for it. You can make it happen yourself and you can figure out how to pay for it if you have a financial plan in place as well. And I know, Matt, that's where you come in. So this is really educational. So uh, what are other ways we can make retirement more content? Well, I think another way to potentially make your retirement more fulfilling, maintain close connections with your circle of friends. You know, to be clear, social media check-ins or the occasional email don't cut it. They don't cut it in, you know, the first part of your life. They're certainly not going to cut it right. in retirement. I'm talking about regular get-togethers, people for dinner or a show, maybe group vacations. Regular face-to-face -face relationships are, in my opinion, not just an essential part of retirement. They're an essential part of being human. Yeah. And yeah, go old school, put down the phone. Yeah. You know, say hi to your neighbors. Talk Take, to people start in taking person. A walk. Exercise is great to do. Schedule walks. Wait every a minute. Day. Now you've gone too far. Okay. But listen, I have to exercise but, now. So I can even say my father-in-law, he walks he, or he runs really, but he's out for his jog every day and he passed the house and he always see this guy outside. He's made a new friend just by doing that. They now go on hikes once a week together. So they have a purpose, you know, they do some stuff together. They, he's made a new friend and now they have something else that they schedule that they get together and do, um, you know, keeping up with old friends is important. But don't disregard the power of making new friends. Even when you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, if you volunteer at a nonprofit that also has younger volunteers, 
take some time to get to know them. Friendships with people who are younger than you. Hey, if no nothing else, it's a great way to keep up with the latest movies or bingeable TV shows. Or maybe, you know, you need to program radio stations in your new car. Uh, and that seems more like a moving computer than an automobile. Someone younger than you is probably going to know how to help. Right. Yeah, that's true. And on, on previous shows, you've talked about the dangers of social isolation or it's come up before. And, and that can impact a retiree's physical and mental health. They say that, you know, if you want to avoid things like dementia or uh, passing too quickly and living a long and healthy life, you got to continue to put yourself out there. Like you said, meeting new people is a way to head off that isolation. Yeah. And if you, if nobody believed us when we were saying it five or six years ago when we were doing these shows, Tony, how about uh, to the last two or three years? when it was not just theoretical anymore, but we right. got to see exactly what isolation yeah. does to people. And it's really bad, uh, yeah. especially in, in the younger, like high school students, oh really, it destroyed them. I mean, that's so, just... Yeah, let's do what we can to be human and face-to-face with the people as much as we can. Right. Um, uh, now... Uh, you talk, we talked about the iso- we're talking about this isolation thing. We, we let's focus closely on the idea. Retirement is also the time you can finally try many of the things you didn't have time for when you were working or raising a family. Uh, you know, hang gliding, deep sea fishing, bus tour of European capitals. There's a the list is infinite, but the world's your oyster. And if you like oysters, eat all the oysters you want. Maybe there's a better food there, right? Maybe the world is your pizza. Tony, <laughs> the world is my pizza. Put whatever toppings you want on and pretend like it's a all you can eat buffet <laughs> for retirement. Right. One note of caution here, though. A lot of financial pros, myself included, they urge their clients to experience retirement for a year or two before making any super huge firm final decisions, especially on moving to a new community. You know, this is particularly important. Say you live in Chicago suburbs and you're pondering a permanent move to Key West. You've visited there a lot of times, but you've never lived there full time. Maybe you've always visited when there's no hurricanes coming. But do you really want to make, you know, hurricane evacuations part of your retirement strategy? Mm. You know, how many times you vacation someplace, no matter how many it is, and no matter how much you enjoy it, moving to that place permanently is a huge change and will likely come with a bit of a learning curve. Oh, for sure. I think that's a great point. And, you know, if you spend a week in a place, it gives you a reasonably good window uh, into what it's like there, but not enough time to consider things like how long it takes to drive to the post office or the grocery store or uh, what's the medical care like there. I mean, there are so many different things that can come up if you uh, spend time there and you might want to spend a month there vacationing for a month after you retire before you decide to actually move there. Right. At least I would say if you're thinking of a permanent move to somewhere you've never lived, you just like vacationing. I'd recommend renting for a month to three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or try a one year rental before you commit to it. Don't you commit can probably to rent a lifetime. your house while you're gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And probably make a you probably pay for your rental down there by renting out your house if you paid your house off before you <laughs> before you yeah, retired, right? Great so, idea. Um, now, when you enter into retirement uh, and talking about kind of making money, investing with an eye toward growth rather than income may be another way to increase contentment in retirement you know not we, we don't go into specifics about investing on these episodes because we don't have enough time space to properly address all the rules regulations the potential pros cons of everything that's out there but 
because there's, you know, everything should be individualized. And that right. said, though, if investing is part of your financial strategy for retirement, absolutely work with a financial services pro who can go over all the nuances, all the pros and cons of what's out there and show you, you know, maybe growing your, your income, growing your nest egg is still possible in retirement rather than just drawing it down. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I think that's really important. And it's always best to work with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor uh, on your financial strategy and have a written plan in place. Mm -hmm. uh, an, another way to put that plan, one of the parts of that plan where you just mentioned and being full of contentment in that plan, focus on your health. Uh, you know, a lot of us tend to ignore our health and if you ignore your health for long enough, it will go away. Uh, clearly the better your health, the more likely you are to truly enjoy your travels and new hobbies as you age, exercise every day at some level, eat well, your calendar will thank you. Your budget will thank you. I mean, think about it. Think if somebody said, Hey, listen, you can have a free retirement. You can have anything you want, but you're going to be sick every day. Would you want that retirement? No. Right. Like you're just going to even if it was like you're just going to have a cold for the next 20 years, you wouldn't yeah, want that. Right. No. So the more you do to take care of your health now, the better you're going to feel in your retirement, the more content and happier you're going to be. Yeah. Good advice. Uh, you want to make your retirement more content. So what are some other ways we can do that? Uh, how about be frugal, but not too frugal? Uh, I, I'm I'm a frugal person. A very frugal person. I yeah. li I like giving, but like in my own life, I'm like, oh, I could use that again. Oh, I can fix that thing, right? Like, yeah. uh, first of all, I think it's better to consume a little less anyway. But retirement isn't the right time to just spend money for the sake of it. That said, you've earned your retirement, so don't worry about taking in the ball games, taking the grandkids to Yellowstone, getting that car you always wanted. As long as it's there, definitely enjoy the fruits of your labor. And if your goal is to spend your last penny with your last breath, all the power to you. But, um, you know, you should, if you do the proper planning, you have a greater chance than you think to be able to do the things you want in retirement and a few extras. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I know that you've probably had people that come to you saying, I want to bounce my last check. That's how yeah. I want to plan out my finances, right? I don't want any left. You know, yep. maybe they don't, maybe they're not fond of their children or families, or maybe they don't have, uh, yeah, su surviving relatives without any beneficiaries. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, they don't feel the need to fund, you know, some owl habitat with their, with their, whatever's left to their estate. So sure. they want to spend every They They did that. Some people do that for a reason. They didn't want to have that burden or yep. that, you know, some, that is what they would call it. I don't consider my family a burden. Please don't take that wrong kids. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, there's a responsibility. He still there. loves you, but that doesn't mean you're responsible to leave them all your finances. Yeah. Right. You should right. be, you should be enjoying your retirement. We've talked about this on other shows. Like there's some people that torpedo their retirement for the sake of their kids. Yeah. You know, helping the kids for too long and too much. And then they become a burden later in life because they don't have any funds left. And now the kids have to take care of them. And because you probably took care of them too much, they may not have the ability to take care of you when you need it. So um, long story short, uh, I love the chat we've had today. Yeah, uh, it's I, I been think a good we've one. got some really good points here. Uh, if you have any questions about any of these things, give us a call. 
800-339-9252. You can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Uh, we can, you know, meet you online. We can do my favorite, which is meeting in person. I know it's fine to check in online every now and then, but I do like to see my clients, you know, face to face every so often. If it's not for a meeting, hopefully it's at like one of our events. But um, that's that. That's I think is a good place to wrap yeah. up for today, Tony. Yeah, we can feel? wrap it up. We can wrap it up. Although I do want to say, you know what I always say, uh, if somebody comes to you and they don't have a name they want to put on the beneficiary form, give them mine. <laughs> okay, well, okay. You know, that's always my, hey, <laughs> you know what? If you're like, yeah, I don't really want to. Yep. You, you, you know, you got, you want to put a name in there and they can feel free to use my name. It's not right. a problem. I'll keep that in mind. Not an issue. All right. Well, Matt, great show today. Thanks, Listeners, Tony. that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.